Good afternoon, listeners. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. I'm your host, Will Brost, joined by my good friend, Patrick Anderson. Patrick, what are we doing on the Under the Scope podcast today? We're celebrating the new year, baby. That's right. That's right. And what better way to celebrate the new year than to recap our favorite songs of the previous year? Yes. That's right. Yeah, this is the, our annual Songs of the Year episode. Uh, the podcast title is uh, the Top 10 Songs of 2022. Though, to note, we will each be uh, including 10 songs on our own lists and then five honorable mentions each. So it says the top 10 songs, but we're going to be talking about up to 30 songs today. Couldn't help ourselves. We really can't. Um <laughs> So, yeah, it's pretty much that simple. We'll kind of breeze through the first five on each of our lists. They're more honorable mentions. And then once we get to the top ten, we'll bounce back and forth, slowly revealing our list to you and to each other. I have no idea what Patrick selected. Uh, though, in the past, there's always one song that makes both of our lists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I imagine that'll be the case again this year. Um, we get closer and closer each year, I feel like, to having a clean... 30 song playlist right oh and i'm glad you brought it up yeah uh so we will be putting out a playlist on spotify and apple music uh so stay tuned i'll be posting it on my twitter account uh at will brost should be in the description if i remember to do that i won't um but uh (laughs) i guess before we get started i just kind of want to a little a couple ground rules um and just some thoughts i guess uh one, I thought this was an awesome like albums year. Um, yeah, I had I had much more difficulty on the songs aspect of that. Uh, like, I mean, I really love the fifteen songs I'm going to be talking about today, but uh, I don't know, maybe less though than in previous years' top fifteen songs. I don't know. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, I I was gonna say I kind of had I had a tough time too because I had a lot of like standout tracks from like some of the best albums of the year um that like came to mind but like there wasn't like a ton of just like songs like just like oh there's this one song that i just keep going back to over and over throughout the year i don't i don't feel like i really had that that much this year i was more just like oh there's this album or these few albums that i keep going back to over and over that's ex- so, that's exactly how I was. So yeah, okay, nice. Um, Maybe it's just because we listen to more albums this year than we have in the past too. I don't know. This is true. We did each listen to a different album every single day of the year. So it's mm-hmm. maybe it's kind of that, and maybe it's just uh, yeah, like uh, a lot of these artists um, that I'll be talking about today. Uh, by the way. Another kind of rule that I like to do, at least, is I'm only doing one song per artist. Um, so a lot of the time, uh, it was hard for me to decide which song from that artist I wanted yeah, on I this too. list. Yeah, uh, and so there's a few examples where like it may not seem like the obvious pick, so I just kind of ended up going with the song from the album I listened to the most uh, because, again, th- this wasn't really... This was a strange songs of the year list. Um, yeah, is there yeah. anything else you wanted to say before we got into these lists? 
Yeah, no, that's I, I, I'm glad you said it because I was going to say I, I had a, a slightly tougher time narrowing this one down too. Also had to cut out some great yeah. stuff even outside of the honorable mentions that I've got too. So that was kind of tough to do also. Definitely. I got my list down to like 25 or so and then it was really tough from there. So um, yeah, it's not like 15. We, we always do 15, but that doesn't mean there aren't more you know there's more than 15 deserving songs of this list but i could only pick 15 so songs lists are always really tough to do i feel like especially when you're doing one song per artist it's like yeah it would be it's like kind of a hard thing yeah it's like uh doing a top 10 movies of the year list might be you know somewhat easy if you're watching a lot of films but it might be more difficult to do like a top 10 scenes yeah right yeah that's a good that's a good comparison yeah Yeah, and so this is kind of that for me um last thing i wanted to say before we got into this was that uh this may be the last year i'm doing this rule uh but i do include songs that came out before 2022 if they were like singles in 2021 for albums that came out in 2022 I have at least one example of that where like it came out on a 2022 album but it was released as a single in like late 2021. I usually have one song like that. I think next time we do this I may just you know do a hard if it didn't come out in the year then it doesn't count. But um yeah, that's kind of the last thing I wanted to say before we got into it. So uh yeah, do you want to get into it? I'm ready. All right. Um you want to start with honorable mentions, or would you like me to? I'll start with my honorable mentions. That's good. Okay, sounds good. Did you rank yours? Yeah, I did. Okay, nice. All right, let's get into it. I'm ready. Um, all right, so starting off my list um, with uh, the honorable mention goes to Micaiah McCraven mm. at number 15. Uh, the song is This Place, That Place. It's just like, what a great inventive jazz piece it has a lot of great classical elements and um some like really like tight like beats that just like work really well together um awesome stuff another jazz project 14 binker and moses Mm -hmm. after the machine settles this one's a little bit more ambient um but it has such a great groove whenever everything kicks in and it's just so satisfying all the way through uh, 13 goes to Death's Dynamic Shroud mm. with Light Left the Garden. This was one that I could have picked a couple of songs because I really enjoyed a few specific tracks from them, but this one just had so much variety to it um, and so many great like um, moments where you can like sing along to it and uh, great chorus work to it. So I just had to go to this one because I kept going back to it so much. Uh, Cult of Luna at number 12. Yeah. An Offering to the Wild featuring none other than Colin Stetson. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, this is a, a longer piece. It's like 12 minutes long. Um, but it is like really uh, cinematic and builds really slowly and heavy. And um, just the, yeah, the, the, collaboration with Colin Stetson makes it so dramatic and engaging. It's awesome. Um, and then the last honorable mention, number 11, goes to Imperial Triumphant with Mercurius Gilded. I've talked a bunch about uh, 
Imperial Triumphant mentioned this track before. Uh, it's such a great, like, just over-the-top, bombastic uh, look at, like, capitalism and excess and everything. Um, and features a fantastic feature from none other than Kenny G. Uh, so that should that should that's my hook for listening to that track well done uh (laughs) here we are kenny g in a way making our top songs of the year yeah exactly uh very nice a lot of a lot of metal and jazz and like jazz adjacent uh and some songs that combine metal and jazz uh so yeah very nice yeah I'm telling you, some 2023's got to be got to be a year of jazz for me. I think. There you go. Um, I have no jazz or metal on my entire list, uh, so that's nice. We kind of have the counterbalance going. Um, nice. All right, I'll uh, go through mine real quick. Uh, my honorable mentions. Uh, number fifteen, uh, Fontaine's DC. I love you. Uh, this is a song. Nice. That is about the band's uh, home country of Ireland. Uh, it's part love song, as the title suggests, uh, but it's also a part critique. It's uh, patriotic, but it's not like nationalistic. Uh, number 14, this one was kind of hard to pick one. Uh, the Weekend, I went with Less Than Zero, uh, which is sort of, an, uh, yeah, kind of an oddball out on the track list. Uh, it's the very synth-heavy, melodic, penultimate track on Dawn FM, uh, but I, I like how it helps tie up the album's overarching concept. Uh, number 13, Anco, Animal Collective, uh, Prester John. Uh, th- this album just had so many bangers on it, uh, but this one, uh, just very clean, well-mixed, uh, psychedelic pop song that really reminded me why Animal Collective is just one of the best to ever do it in their genre. Uh, number 12, I always have a song from these three guys, uh, Conway the Machine featuring Benny the Butcher nice. and West Side Gun, uh, John Woo Flick. It, yet oh, an, great pick. Yeah, it, it's another friendly bars competition from the three core Griselda members. Uh, they just they know how to bring out the best in each other. And then number 11, uh, in stark contrast, uh, Biba Doobie with 1036. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, one of the fuzziest and catchiest moments on the entire album. Uh, Beatopia, which is a varied pop album slash fantasy world that she created so yeah those are my honorable mentions those are great love yeah. that yeah all right uh so far so good on uh, no duplicates but uh, i was gonna say uh we we got close to because like spoiler alert yeah the, the, the john woo flick didn't make my list mm, mm-hmm. but it was a very close uh like honorable mention pick actually oh boy (laughs) yeah because i really love that track i think we may overlap on a couple of artists here i'm interested to see i'm I'm nervous yeah i I am nervous we'll see how it we'll see what happens okay all right what's your number 10 number 10 is spiritualized nice always together with you nice i noticed that um kind of a theme for a lot of songs that I liked this year um, had they. A lot of them are intro tracks, and mm. I think I've always really liked intro tracks. Like when when an intro track is done really well, for some reason to me, it's like, oh, this is the best song on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been a thing. But Spiritualized is just really special with the way that they do their intro tracks. And uh, yeah, always together with you. It's just like 
such a great um, callback to. I mean, they it's kind of, they have such a like if it's not broke, don't fix it um, mentality with their music anyway, and it just works so well. It reminds me so much of "Ladies and Gentlemen, We're Floating in Space," mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot more like clear dynamics um, in the instrumentation. I love the slow buildup in in the uh, in the verses. Everything kind of comes crashing down, um, and the the verse of like, um, if you want a rocket ship, I'll be a rocket ship. All, all this like repeating mantras like keep coming back around during the choruses. Um, it's such a well crafted song. It just spiritually just really know how to put together just a very solid cathartic um enjoyable song and it's a great love song too so it's just like everything about it feels great um there's some melancholy to it also and uh some yeah it's it, it's just great i spiritualized a plus very they nice so well very good pick i i love that song it is very good and uh it almost made my list but uh it did not so um nice. But that is that is a very good pick. I'm glad. I feel they like got this is part of the reason why we do this too. Is so we just want to see if we, <laughs> if we can manage to pick a different songs. That's 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 good. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. So my number ten is the second song from the album. So what you were saying about intro tracks, I have five of my top ten are track twos i I, oh that's great i don't know i don't know what that's about but (laughs) maybe it's like the intro gets me interested and then the second song just sells me on it i have no idea what it is but um, i love that yeah we're covering just the top the first two songs this is (laughs) this is a very short attention span podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah We're going to be talking about... That's as much attention as we give these albums. (laughs) That's that's right. Yeah, we're going to be doing albums of the year on the next pod. And uh, just know we only judged it based off the first three tracks, every (laughs) single album. Um, So yeah, my number 10, uh, Walkin' by Denzel Curry. Um, Oh, nice. So this was the lead single from his new album, uh, Melt My Eyes, See Your Your Future. Uh, not my favorite title in the world, uh, but it's an album that uh, looks inward. I thought this was a theme in hip-hop this year. Uh, maybe the most notable example is Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers. Um, but it's this trend uh, of rappers kind of laying bare their deeper emotions and their traumas uh, and looking inward. Uh, Walkin' is about... Uh, walking... <laughs> Who would have guessed? Uh, walking forward, you know, kind of despite any sort of like struggles or internal demons you may have. Um, it, it's an inspirational song, but not in a way that is corny. Certainly not as corny as I'm making it sound right now. Uh, and musically, I, I really like how it features a, a very tasteful beat switch that doesn't feel jarring at all. Um, and part of the reason it doesn't feel jarring is because it has this the the instrumental throughout the entirety of the track has this really great backing vocal in the background uh so even when the beat switches it still has that constant uh that kind of keeps you from just like experiencing whiplash in the middle of the song um and another great thing about beat switches is they give denzel curry an opportunity to show off all of his different flows that he has you already know he's rapping his ass off on this song 
Um, so yeah, this isn't one of his like louder, more aggressive songs, but uh, it was a very memorable song for me. Uh, I really like the music video as well. Uh, not that that really matters for this list, but I continue to be really impressed with Denzel Curry. Um, I'm excited for what's next from him. Uh, so yeah, shout out to uh, Denzel Curry. Nice, great pick for that. Yeah, thank you. All right. Um, my next pick, number nine. Number nine. Do I do that joke yes. every time? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, sorry. I, I think so, and I hope that it's actually that consistent. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, my, my number nine is uh, Sudan Archives Ooh. with Selfish Soul. Nice, nice. Had quite a few that I could have picked from from her album, too, because there's so many like different types of tracks on here too there's a lot of just straight up like chaotic bangers there's a lot of more introspective tracks um ended up kind of going with more of the introspective um route with selfish soul but this one is just such a like clean r&b pop song that has great messaging behind it um mostly about like uh the negative like connotations that the media puts on black women and their hair growing out their hair long and everything mm-hmm. um so like you know and, and and it's a self-empowering like anthem uh towards that to not let that affect you which is great love that always um but the instrumentation on here is so fantastic mm. it it's really like sharp like staccato beats at the beginning um and then once the chorus kicks in it's just like it's just student archives jamming out on her violin um and it just it works so smoothly with the rest of the track every the, the her voice sounds great it's just such a fantastic track to like vibe out to but and then also has great messaging to it and also i watched her perform this on uh colbert um which I don't really do that that often. I don't watch that yeah. many like uh, talk show, <laughs> like musician talk show performances because I feel like sometimes the production value that they give to musicians is not like that great, and they they're not really allowed to like kind of really like put on her performance. Mm-hmm. But she killed it with this song mm. on Colbert. Um, and so I think that kind of elevated it like this year, like after watching that. Nice. Um, okay. And it was just funny to watch, to watch Stephen Colbert, like watching her perform this track. Cause he was, he, he really liked it, but I, it's just, I, I just thought it was funny. Like watching Colbert watch Sudan archives perform. I always love this. There's always just such a, a different vibe. Just the whitest man on the planet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love Colbert, but like yeah, yeah, God, that's really funny. Um, yeah, all right, yeah, uh, very, but yeah, great song, very, very good pick. Uh, my number nine is similarly vibey, but I like the message behind it. Um, Quelle Chris with the song "Alive Ain't Always Living." Uh, so nice. this is another track too. Uh, this one is on uh, Quelle Chris's album titled "Death Fame," uh, which is an album about death fame and death fame which is this honestly 
very true but also sad notion that like a tragic death elevates an artist's fame and is actually like beneficial for their legacy in some respects um but so quelly chris like talks about this idea throughout the record but he kind of kicks off the album uh by just showing that he's appreciative of his life while he has it uh so this song um it, it, it kind of assures the listener going into the album like hey i'm grateful to be alive alongside the people who make life worth living uh it's mentioned in the chorus uh which is a a chorus i really like i really like he says uh you can keep the feast and wine i just want my peace of mind um i really like that and i really like the soulful like lo-fi piano instrumental going on with the song i really like the melodic uh like rapping delivery on this song it's just a nice wholesome start to the album and with this song and, and with this album, he once again demonstrated why he's been just one of my absolute favorite rappers over the past few years. Um, so yeah, shout out to uh, my guy, Quelle Chris. Fantastic. Yeah. Nice nice work with that. Yeah, it's it's very good stuff. It's, um, I mean, it's a little out there, but it's not as out yeah. there as some of his other stuff, I think. So uh, if you're interested, I, I would definitely... Well, shit, we're putting the playlist out. It's only 30 songs. Just listen to the fucking playlist. Yeah, <laughs> we're not asking for much. <laughs> Stop listening to this podcast and just yeah. go listen to the playlist. Yeah, of, of course I'm recommending you go listen to this. It's my top number nine favorite song of the year. What am I doing? I, yeah. <laughs> I would recommend you listen to one of my favorite songs. Like, yeah, of course. God. We should we should just do that after each of these songs. Just like, uh, you know, you probably won't like it though. So don't even bother. Like, <laughs> right, right. right. Okay. <laughs> Just that annoying, like, oh, well, my favorite movie it's was this, stupid. but it... It's I shouldn't have picked that. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I did that. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Uh, where are we? Whatever you like. That's what I like. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's... it's Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I, I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> okay. Where are we? We're at your number eight, I think. That's where I'm going with this one, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. We'll just start there. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a good transition into this one too. How? How? I fail to see how, but okay. <laughs> this is because this is a song that deals with a lot of uh, insecurity. Oh, okay, nice. There we go. <laughs> there we go. That actually worked it's out. Kind of. It, that is kind of a good lead. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of worked out. Yeah, I, I think that uh, this potentially. I think artist-wise could be an overlap. I don't think that this would be a song overlap, but we'll see. Um, but it's Soul Glow. Oh. Gold Chain Punk. Oh, nice. Okay. Very nice. Parentheses, who gonna be my ass? <laughs> I always have to include that, because it's a vital part of the track. I almost put it on the list just so I could say that. It's so good. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and this is, again, intro track. Uh, but yeah, it just kicks off things in such a great way. It sets such a good tone for the rest of the album. Um, I think it really encapsulates a lot of what's great about other tracks on this album, um, like spiritual levels of gang shit or jump or be jumped by the future. Like it, it, this, this just holds so much like power and like weird sarcastic humor to it. Um, and anger and like it, it and self-awareness it really like dives deep into all that stuff in a really crazy frenetic way 
Um, but it's also really like heartfelt because like I said, like it deals with a lot of insecurity, um, like diving introspectively in and like figuring out the source of that. And uh, the who can beat my ass part is actually kind of like sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. delivered in such a like fun and we absurd way that like when the first few times I heard this, I was like, this is hilarious. But like once you like get into the lyrics, it's actually like this guy like is getting into fights. He's like like challenging people to beat the shit out of him because he feels like a piece of shit. And that's like what the lyricism explores in it. Hmm. Which, you know, it doesn't take away from the absurdity of it all or anything, but it does add this level of depth to it that's actually like really meaningful. Um and uh very authentic too so and then uh i also have to elevate this one purely based off of the way it starts (laughs) (laughs) the 20th century fox bong riff (laughs) (laughs) which is one of the most spectacular intros to an album i've heard like ever it's pretty incredible (laughs) it's so random it has nothing it's just like it's just there and it, it sounds great, too. Like, whoever did that did a great <laughs> job ripping it to the, to the tone of it. Oh, um, yeah, what a, what a great song, though. That's so good. Yeah, it, it's, it's a bong rip, and then the song just immediately kicks your ass. And then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the album kicks your ass. Like, I mean, yeah, that's the most peaceful moment on the entire album is, like, the bong rip that begins this song. <laughs> um very very good pick though i i regret to say that soul glow actually did not make my top 15 but i i had to cut oh, off oh dang okay. yeah but i they, didn't I, I was wondering if like spiritual level of gang shit would make yours, i, I, I like, think that would have been the one yeah or jump or uh thumb sucker was really great too uh oh yeah it's a fantastic album but it was an honorable honorable mention that band was um nice so yeah very good pick I, i'm a huge fan uh, my number eight is, I think, yeah, my, uh, my closer of the year, I guess. Um, this is Ooh. 100% Endurance by the band Yard Act. Um, nice. So like I said during the last episode, which was the Scopey Awards, um, much of Yard Act's music, like, very cynically and also humorously comments on uh, like greed and wealth inequality and like all these other societal issues. But as the album gets toward the end, um, there's a couple songs that are almost purely philosophical, uh, including this one, which is like pure existentialism. <laughs> um, like in comparison to the, well, I guess it depends on how you feel about existentialism, but I see this as like, Oh, let me get my thoughts here really quick. Yeah, oh, here, yeah, no. let's just, <laughs> I can't believe, yeah, that's what I get for phrasing it like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the the most of the rest of the album I find to be very cynical, but I find this song to be kind of uncharacteristically, like, uplifting and kind of optimistic in a way. Um, so it is existential, so it's about, like, how our lives don't have any inherent meaning, but... Uh, they have meaning because we give our lives meaning in whatever way we decide to do that. So th- that idea is uncomfortable for some people, um, but Yard Act kind of have this like positive outlook on the whole situation. 
Uh, death is coming for us all, but not today. Give it everything you've got, knowing that you can't take it with you and all you ever needed to exist has always been within you. Um, I, I don't want to spoil how like the song ends, but it threw like a curveball on this entire thing and it changed my perspective on the entire song. It's not really just this perspective, I guess. Uh, musically, like the song is pretty solid. Uh, it's pretty standard, I suppose, um, and it's enjoyable. I continue to compare this band to like Arctic Monkeys, um, if you're interested. But it's really mostly the lyrical work on this song that I enjoy. Uh, I thought this was a pretty special way to close out their debut record. Uh, so yeah, shout out to uh, to Yard Act. Yeah, that's great. I love that lyrical passage. Yeah, it's it's really their their lyrics. I thought were just. We, we should have done like a best lyrics scopey uh name it oh after like God. name name it <laughs> after david berman or something and uh the winner this year for me would have been probably like yard act or basically billy woods every single year <laughs> that would yeah right that would be that would be an intense it's like if songs of the year is an intense like one to sort through lyrics of the year would be that's, that's, shit. that's true that's true my number one probably would have been who gonna beat my ass i think yeah, oh, there yeah. we go. There you go. All right, so we're getting into our top seven. Why Why did right. I say that? <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> All right, you know what it is. I'm just going to do that after every every time it's your turn. I'm just going to be like, we're getting into our top X. Top, yeah. <laughs> this is the big one right here. That's the right. We're seven of the <laughs> top, year. top seven. That's why you're here. Oh, God. Yeah, you know what you were waiting for. This podcast is unhinged. Okay, what is your, what is your number seven? Well, this is a pretty spectacular uh, song. Okay. Number seven, uh, coming from The Weeknd. Mm. With Gasoline. Okay, no duplicates yet. Very nice yep. pick, though. I know. I was I, I was nervous about that, too. But surprising pick from you... Um, mm. uh, uh with your uh, with your weekend pick but like and i was going back and forth but there's like a lot of great yeah. songs on fm definitely to pick from i was going back and forth between a couple of them but gasoline another again not quite the opening track i guess but mm-hmm. for all you know intense purposes is pretty much the opener um it just it, it kind of blew me away like when I first heard it and the style of it, the fact the the fact that he uses this vocal modulation to make <laughs> his voice sound so like gothy and bizarre. Um, only on this track really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that really elevated the track itself for me. Like I think I said this when we reviewed it. I wish that I could have heard that a little bit more on the album. Mm. Uh, but I mean, I, I can't hate on like tracks like take my breath or you know how do i make you love me or anything like that um Mm -hmm. but this one's just special it's just i i think that this is just such a bizarre and cool track and it shows such a new direction for the weekend um and still incorporates some of some great singing from him as well like on the chorus um, but yeah, the, just that verse work and the like really dark understated instrumentation on it is just so fantastic. Um, I love the tone that it sets for the album. It kicks things off in such a perfect way. Uh, and then like pairing this, I guess, with the next track, 
uh, take my breath is like it, it, it's just such a great like back to back punch. Um, yeah, it's uh, we can just knock it out of the park with Don FM, and this is the this is the best track from it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I. I. Oh, I also. I also. I'll say that I also just really like uh, not only how dark in tone it is, but how dark he decided to go with like the lyric work on this too. Like just driving straight into like talking about like nihilistic behavior and things like that. Um, yeah, that, that that's all I was going to say too. But yeah, he just he just killed it conceptually and sonically with this very nice uh congrats to the weekend on making both of our lists and uh he made my list last year right uh when did uh when did blinding oh, lights come yeah. out was that last year two years yeah, ago that, oh yeah that was last year yeah fuck. why does it seem like it was so long ago <laughs> that's real <laughs> <laughs> so anyway the weekend's great we're we're big weekend guys now um so yeah, yeah. uh the first album in my top seven uh, or song rather um, yeah, here we go. I'm <laughs> just talking about it. yeah. Uh, is from the band always. Um, they had to make oh, this nice. list some way, some form or fashion. Uh, but I didn't really know where to go with it at first because uh, their album Blue Rev has not only a ton of highlights on it, but a ton of highlights in like various different areas of pop music. Uh, there's dream pop. There's power pop. Like twee indie. Like I didn't really know where to go, it's, so it's difficult to kind of figure out which song is my favorite because each song here satisfies like a different mood. Um, so I like many mirrors is like this beautiful ascending meme track, and after the earthquake is possibly the best jingle pop song I've heard since like peak Mac DeMarco. Um, but ultimately, the song I went with is just the one I listened to the most, which was a uh, Pomeranian spinster. Uh, it's about halfway through the album. I love the attitude on this song. Um, lyrically and musically, I guess, now that I'm thinking about it. But uh, on this song, the band's front woman, uh, Molly Rankin, um, her lyrics are all about just kind of bluntly decrying the societal expectations of women. Uh, you know, it's she says things like, you know, I don't want to be nice and don't ask me to smile. You know, just... You know, saying fuck that to like all of these like unfair expectations of women to be like these polite subservience all the fucking time. Um, and so the attitude of the content is matched by this like energetic, fuzzy rock instrumentation. It's a, it's like, it, I don't know, I don't want to call it like noise pop, but kind of. It's a little shoegazy, but it's very aggressive. Um, and it has one of my favorite musical moments of the entire year, uh, which is toward the outro of this song. Um, I guess it's like the last lyrics, uh, but it's like, you spend the rest of your days taking your foot off the brake, foot on the brake, foot on. And then the, the, the guitar solo just comes in fucking hot as hell. Just... It's just... It kicks ass. I, I like, replay that, like, all the time. I, I, I'll listen to the song, but like I'll rewind the last minute like five times every single time I listen to it. Um, so yeah, I just had to go with this song. I could have gone with a bunch of different Always songs, but uh, ultimately I went with this one. So yeah, uh, shout out to Always. Everybody should listen to Always. I'm going to recommend this song. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There it is. And now we enter. One way, one way to do that is to <laughs> yeah, right. <recommend> <laughs> if only there was a playlist. Um, yeah. 
So so yeah, now it's time. Uh, now it's time for the top six. Uh, top six. So yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I I, I need to. Uh, well, I will listen back to that again. There you go. Uh, yeah, because the always I did like it. I remember, but there wasn't there wasn't like a track that like really stood out. To me, so I'm excited to like check that out again. To it's to hear, it's like so scorching different. hot that I'm I, I'm thinking about like just starting off the playlist with it. It's just such a good way to. It's not even an intro track, but it's. It, well, let's do it. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah! This is our playlist. We can yeah, do it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No one's and gonna tell us otherwise. Then listen to the podcast. Yes, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> God, this is nuts. <laughs> we are on one right now. Okay. Yeah. Holy hell! Yeah. <laughs> it's like we each right, do a pick, and then we go on five minutes of just. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane oh god we're not gonna make we're, it to the album we like set time limits for ourselves to talk about uh, each song but like no time limits on the bits oh like, never at all. never if you ever hear me uh <laughs> say hey let's have a time limit on our bits uh that's when you know the podcast is over right yeah it's dead yeah. Our, our souls have been lost <laughs> that's right that's right oh god okay right, well top six six Number six, starting off the big top six, um, with gospel, mm. S R O. Um, Very nice. I'm not sure what that stands for still, uh, but <laughs> I'll look it up. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's such a it's such a good track. Um, this gospel album has got so much great variety in the instrumentation, um, and they use a lot of organ. And, you know, classic, like, hardcore band, like, breakdowns and stuff like that. But on this song, in particular, they focus um, really heavily on some synthesizer work. Um, and they come into the track with some great, like, just moving, arpeggiating synthesizer. That just It's just such a good change in tone from the rest of the album, which is uh, really, like, raucous and high energy. Um, and it eventually gets into that, but there's a solid like minute of just like uh, building a synthesizer before it starts like really breaking down um, into some really great stuff. And the vocal performance is fantastic. The lyric work is really existentially charged about like just getting older, like just the the like real like effort that it takes to just get older and grow up and be like uh, the lead singer singing from the perspective of middle-aged man just being a middle-aged man realizing that things that all these habits and all these things that you've built up over the years are not getting better unless you're doing something about them and then it's all going to come back to like all this anxiety about uh, your failures coming back to bite you. It's all like really present here in the lyrics. Um, and it, it's just so cathartic. Like it's such a, it's such a, uh, great breakdown of like, uh, in the instrumentation and like in the way that the vocals just really scream out all of this, like anxiety and fear about the future. Um, and like what, what kind of person, uh, you're destined to become. Um, yeah it's great it's like that kind of stuff i think is just it's pretty uh 
it's pretty commonly talked about in music, but I think that the way that gospel really just like attacked it this year is just really special. And uh, yeah, they I, I like I've been thinking I've been comparing this album a lot to like if LCD Sound System decided to do like a hardcore hmm. record because it kind of reminds me of the the lyric the lyricism especially and the way that the vocal performance is. It reminds me a lot of like what James Murphy would do if he was just yelling over everything all the time. <laughs> God help us. Um, so it's kind of a weird comparison, but that's kind of how I guess this song is the closest it can get because there's some real synthesizer to it. So, yeah. Very Shout nice. The gospel. Very nice. Yeah, definitely didn't expect gospel music to make our top 10 songs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. That was the wrong. Uh, so this one's about Jesus. <laughs> Oh God! I, um, no, very nice, very nice pick. Uh, I never did find out what SRO stood for, so I'm letting you yeah, down there. Well, I, we'll, just, we'll just let it go. <laughs> we'll just yeah, right. <laughs> you guys can look it up. Um, my number six, uh, Billy Woods, my guy, uh, with the song "Sauvage," uh, featuring Boldy James and oh, Gabe Nandez. Nice. Uh, so yeah, this is a standout moment from Ethiopes, uh, which is. I was going to say Billy Woods' latest album, but that's not even true uh, because he put out two albums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Sauvage is the name of the song. It's French for Savage. Uh, Billy Woods is not French, but the people who are French are some of the Europeans who colonized Africa under the guise of, quote-unquote, civilizing savages. Um, so maybe Sauvage is how a colonizer would have described African. Um, so you can always expect Billy Woods to comment on racial injustice, both like in a current context, uh, but with a historical context as well, and with intelligence and with a perspective that is very unique to him, at least um, maybe the music is, is very unique to him and the way his messaging is delivered is unique to him. Uh, this is featuring a couple of artists, so Billy Woods only has one verse on this song, but his verse has a lot going on. Um, it comments on uh, mostly just kind of how black people are treated as savages even today. Uh, he also like meta-references his own desire to be unseen. Uh, you never see his face. Um, he touches on AAVE. He mentions uh, that a lot of men like spread lies and rumors about women out of hatred. Uh, and he does so in ways that are sometimes indirect and very abstract, but sometimes very direct and in your face and straight to the point. Um, so his verse is expectedly fantastic as always. And so is Boldy James's very smooth delivery that kicks off the song. Um, also shout out to DJ preservation who, produces the entire album but this might be my favorite instrumental on the album has this very eerie creaky horror tension to it um but yeah this is another highlight from the, the patron saint of this podcast uh at least from my half of the podcast um so yeah, yeah no definitely you've definitely uh, i've been converted as well i would say there you go there you go yeah. so yeah we're <laughs> talking about gospel music we're talking about patron saints of the pod yeah um, exactly <laughs> yeah our, our number sixes are both very religious uh so so yeah shout out to uh billy as Woods. it's associated with the number six that's, oh that, that's <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> yeah oh god had to be 
So yeah, now we're now we're in our top five, which is uh, there we go. Yeah, not as fun of a bit because that's actually a thing people say. No. But uh, okay, top five. Who needs to hear? <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the second al- uh, song in our top six. How about that? That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, what a great. And the third is the top seven. <laughs> that's that's right. That's right. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, there you go. You're keeping track. All right. What is yeah, your number? I got five? it. I- <laughs> I don't need a math major to help me out here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, God. Um, All right. <laughs> We're going to run out of time. <laughs> We're good. We're good, I think. My number five is um, another lengthy one. And I debated doing this because like, I have a habit of putting on 10-plus-minute songs <laughs> on our playlist. You can't put the Mirror Reaper. That came out in 2017, I think. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, that one... <laughs> <laughs> That one was uh, that. That's it. Won't get to that level again. There I you don't go. Think. <laughs> okay. Uh, but this one is still pretty long. It's a, It's about fifteen minutes long. Okay. But it's so good. It's White Ward mm. with Leviathan. Nice. Very nice. This is again another intro track, um, mm. and they just uh, they do such a great job. Again, I think that this is a thing with for me with intro tracks that can just set the tone for the rest of the album um uh, like basically like a, just an overture i love this kind of stuff and i think leviathan um just does it so well there <laughs> it's 15 minutes long but it's still so expansive and it goes through a huge number of different dynamic changes um there's a lot of ambient passages on here there's a lot of solo saxophone work um, and horn work that really adds like a very eerie atmosphere um, and also just sounds so satisfying and like rounds everything out all the like really heavy harsh breakdowns um, and then another kind of like trend I guess with like my metal picks recently has been this uh, anti-capitalist view um, specifically about how like greed and like over uh, i guess yeah overtly capitalist mindsets have really uh, messed things up and mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know kind of uh, specific ones on this are about how you know these like burial grounds that we use for um native americans we've now erected our skyscrapers and um, we we've basically desecrated an entire indigenous culture because we wanted to you know we wanted to create this utopian society that's actually very dystopian in nature. Um, that's the tone of the lyric work at certain points on this song, uh, which I think is great. They do a good job of capturing that without making it too heavy-handed. Um, and but it's still very heavy in tone and uh yeah it's just such a great it's such a great track it just goes from like so many different like dynamic changes like i said and uh discusses all these things in a very nuanced way it's just a fantastic track and it was hard to pick between a few of these also but this one ended up being the most dramatic of the three that i was picking from and usually that's what it is for me <laughs> if it 
the drama usually wins out a lot of the time. There you go. <laughs> uh, very nice. Very nice pick. Um, my number five is just as different from that <laughs> as you could possibly get. Yes, I love that. <laughs> um, my number five is uh, the song Knees Deep from The Beths, uh, which is a... Oh, nice. Yeah, which yeah, is a, a, about as different as a, a very lovely power pop band that I'm into. Um, Knees Deep is a, a less than three-minute song, I believe, uh, that I can't listen to <laughs> just one time. I, I have to listen to it at least another time every single time I'm listening to it. Uh, usually I listen to it while I'm driving. I'll sing along to it. Um, it's just perfect power pop, basically. Um, Elizabeth Stokes' vocals, um, like they have the right amount of earnestness and tenderness for this song, which is about like trying to find courage, but only half having courage. Uh, her vocals really sell that idea. And Obviously, like sonically, her vocals are fantastic, uh, and not only her vocals, but from the backing harmonizing vocalists as well. Um, I actually, I think the Beths may collectively have like my favorite vocalists in power pop right now, maybe in music in general right now. Um, I don't really have a ton to say about this song. It's just incredibly solid. I listen to it all the time. Uh, some of my other picks on this list uh, to this point have had like more profound reasons to make this list, but. Uh, this one is just, I can't deny how listenable it is. Um, this one is maybe the catchiest song on my entire list, uh, which is saying a lot because we already have two weekend songs on here. So uh, shout out yeah, to... Yeah, that's the, a good point. <laughs> yeah, uh, shout out to the Beths. Nice. Yeah. That's, that, that's, I, love the, I love the difference. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite a difference, yeah. Song choice there. All right, uh, top four. Top four, Mount, right, top Mount Rushmore. Four. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> top four and uh my number four is a very very <laughs> crazy song okay welcome to hell nice black midi nice this was another one a really tough one to pick between a few songs from uh hellfire but this one just ends up taking the cake because the storytelling on this project or on this song um is so well done and the vocal performance from um uh, uh, Jordy Greep. Yep, Jordy Greep. Yep, Jordy Greep is is nuts. He <laughs> dives into this like really messed up character of this military captain who is selling the idea of traveling with the military and fighting for your country and all the honor and glory, and then you know eventually like berating this particular private for getting ptsd and ending up like going like total like scorched earth on on him for like not being fit to serve and discharging him the way that he sells the charisma mm. and into the like stone cold fury towards the end is so menacing and so well done and then the instrumentation obviously behind it too is just bananas um and black mini is just i I think that i've just been so happy with how much they clicked this year in schlagenheim era Mm -hmm. um it was i knew that there was something like great going on and i like you know listening back to that album i'm like oh this was just so cool to like hear this at the time but this year was really when it was like oh my god like these guys just know what they're doing Mm -hmm. like 
from from ever like so so many different small details um and it can be a little overwhelming but uh this song i think is just so well crafted from front to back and uh just does a spectacular job of storytelling through some really batshit crazy instrumentation um yeah what a what a great album what a great song I, I really love that pick, and I uh, I really like the Primus energy on that song too. Yeah, right. Yeah, it definitely definitely I, has that. Just like do 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 do. Yeah. Um. I I thought about putting the races about to begin on my list, and then my oh, yeah. my justification would have been just me doing that entire middle stretch. Yes. <laughs> That would have been great. That would have just... been that would have been nuts. We would have been kicked off the platform. Um, <laughs> num- number, f- my number four um, is in the same movement. I guess uh, it's from Black Country New Road. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. So this might be a bit of a hot take. Um, if there, if it's possible to have a hot take on, like that's pro Black Country New Road. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh, my the the song I'm doing here is uh goodwill hunting um oh nice yeah okay. yeah how do you like them apples? yeah i feel like that's not the there's like three that i can think of that people have been choosing to have right that's not one of them yeah because this isn't one of the most like epic songs on the album it's not one of the most beautiful or most emotionally impactful necessarily um i mean this song does have plenty of like tenderness in the lyricism uh it's a song about dependency as is much of the album um, but it's not like I don't think this song wrecks people as much as other moments on the album, such as like the place or like basketball shoes or, or you know uh, Concord. Um, mm-hmm. But Goodwill Hunting is my pick because it's a great blend of just so many things that I love about this band. Um, the emotive vocals from Isaac Wood, uh, the complimentary backing vocals in the verses, uh, and like the post-punk and post-hardcore guitar riffs that I loved on their debut album that aren't as frequent on this album. Um, but it does have the piano highlights that are more frequent to this album. Uh, the song has the passionate climaxes that I love from the band. It has the memorable lyrics. Um, she had Billie Eilish style <laughs> moving to Berlin for a yeah. little while. It's so good. Um, I thought about singing it. I, 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 we we talked about drinking for the album of the year podcast. <laughs> when yeah, we get to Black Country New Road, watch out because I may just <laughs> I may yeah, go that's in. That's when that's when that'll happen. <laughs> that's, Your impression's too good too, so they might get flagged <laughs> for copyright. That's right. We'll get DMCA'd. Um, yeah. <laughs> that and the Black Midi race is about to get <laughs> begin. Um, <laughs> also, I just like the the smaller details on this song too. I really like the the swooping siren sound. Um, mm-hmm. that begins this song, and it's, I think, in a couple other places, too. It's just so good. Uh, it's definitely the song from this album that I listen to the most, uh, even if it's not, quote-unquote, the song from the album, uh, which is, again, kind of another theme throughout my list. Um, I'm just kind of, when in doubt, default to the song I kept coming back to, and so in this case, this was my favorite Black Country New Road song for the year, which almost... I guess going forward, that's just going to make it a top 10 song of the year. It's just, what is my favorite Black Country New Road song of the year? Yeah, um, right. <laughs> it's, it's like Billy Woods, too. I mean, yeah. So, anyway, shout out that's, to them. That's awesome. That's such a good pick. 
in that on that album too. I, it's a great, it's a great one. Yeah, nice, nice. All right, top three, top three. Yeah, time. there you go. All right, this one could be one that I could see if I mean I haven't heard it yet. From okay, you, so we'll see. Um, but Beach House. Okay. Runaway. Oh, nice. Okay, very good, very good. So this uh, this was probably choosing one song from this beach house album yeah was probably the hardest <laughs> for um, sure well it was one of the hardest i'll say mm-hmm. um but i chose runaway because runaway is like not only the most listened to song i have from that album uh but it's actually the most listened to song i have on my on this list oh nice okay. um yeah it's not like it's not my favorite, but I mean, yeah, top three. Nothing to sneeze at by any means, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the reason that it's my most listened to song on this list is just because it's so silky smooth and so easy to listen to, um, and the melodies on this song are just so, just like I said, they're just so smooth. They just float along so like effortlessly. And the way the instrumentation builds up slowly throughout the track, and then eventually, like when it when it finally hits into that uh, chorus, oh my god, it's just so great to sing along to. It's super catchy. It's uh, I love how simple everything is on this track. Um, truly, Superstar was like the the next like big contender um, mm-hmm. with this song. But the simplicity of this track is really what I think wins wins it out because I can just listen to this song over and over and over again. It just feels so good, um, and I just yeah I have such a great feeling like after listening through to this this song. It just it's it's been it's been such a joy to listen to this year. Yeah, no, I I love what that. What a great pick. album from Beach House this year too. Phenomenal, maybe their best in my opinion. It's yeah. such a good album. Uh, so many different song of the year candidates from it. I mean, it's just really an incredible album. So I, I, I also love that. Really pick. love the like the, the on this song, uh, particularly the kind of weird vocal manipulation. Yeah. And then into the chorus, kind of like how Gasoline is with the weekend. Into the chorus, we get Victoria Legrand's fantastic vocals um full force and everything um yeah it, it's just it's so good. yeah it kind of has like a daft punk vocoder thing going on a little yeah, bit yeah a little bit yeah um no i i really love that pick god great pick i i, I mean i'm a huge fan wow um nice uh yeah, i was surprised but like when i was looking back through like some of the ones that I played the most in, in Runaway ended up, and I was like, really? And then I was like listening to it, I'm like, oh, of course it is. Like that was kind of how it was. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, we both love the Beach House album. I didn't expect that particular song to make your list, um, but, you know, I, I love the pick. That's awesome. Um, my top three, uh, we, we've been joking about, oh, top six, top five. Um, this actually is like the top three. It, to me, this is a new tier. These, yeah. these are the three songs that I agree. I yeah. I didn't have to think about. Like these three were making the list, and then I kind of went into oh, what else is going to fill out the rest of my list? These yeah, were the three right. that you know. There's arguments for number one for all three of them. 
Um, so my number three, Beach House. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I went with Superstar though. I went with yes, Superstar. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So I mean, it's so good too. <laughs> yeah. And this is also my example. This came out in November 2021, technically, but by the rules I'm currently using as of this list, it's eligible for this list, and I'm glad it is uh, because uh, it's one of the best songs that I heard this year. Um, this is Beach S- House decidedly a top three song. That's right. This year. That's right. Yeah. Uh, not only a top three, number, number three, three. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, this is like S tier myth level Beach House, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. They're all about atmosphere. That's like Beach House's thing. And this song establishes just a phenomenal atmosphere. It's dreamy, but also propulsive. Um, it's otherworldly. Uh, it's a song that just kind of sucks me in while I'm listening to it. It's a nice mix of that, like, it, it, the classic, like, Cocteau Twins-inspired dream pop that you expect. But it also has this, like, dramatic Laurie Anderson, almost kind of sci-fi sound to it as well. Um, you were talking about how often you play Runaway. This is the rare six-minute song that I can listen to on repeat. Um, to me, it has the instrumental evolution to like justify that length. Um, as we'll discuss on the next podcast, Once Twice Melody was one of my favorite albums of the year. Uh, it has like so many songs. Uh, I could have done Runaway. I could have done uh, Many Nights. Um, mm-hmm. God, there were just so many. ESP is really good. The title Pink track Funeral. is really good. Yeah, Pink Funeral is really good. Um, God, there's so many good songs on this album. Uh, there, I mean, there's like 22 songs, right? Something like that. Um, and only a couple that like I wasn't feeling all that much. I, the rest of it is just holy shit good. Um, but Superstar is the one that stood out to me. Yet again, another track too. Um, so I don't really have much more to say other than this song is fantastic. Even if it technically came out in 2021. If you know if you want to take the song off the list because of it throw on any other beach house song from this album you know um put that on the list instead uh yeah yeah (laughs) basically now we're going into the (laughs) into the angry mode of like you don't like this song yeah i don't care yeah oh oh, you want to be a nerd you want to be like oh november 2021 doesn't count well all right right, fine put put one of the other ones i don't give a shit in the podcast right there <laughs> there you go um so yeah we're at our top two and, and we ain't talking awesome. we ain't and talking two we're, is, we're all ta- we are talking to <laughs> we are talking to <laughs> we are talking to that this is exciting too because that was the one that i was most worried about um oh oh yeah over, that we would overlap on so we very well well, I think we're past yeah, it. I, I mean, unless you have this one, which I don't think that you will. I think we're uh, good. Honestly, I, I think, think we might good. hit our. Yeah, I think we might hit our thirty this year. Yes, God, yes, awesome. All right, well, my number two, um, and this was it was tough between this one and my number one to place. I just kept going back and forth, but this one landed at number two. Chat pile with why nice it's also my number two no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding (laughs) i would love it (laughs) well it is a track too so yes this is true yeah yeah uh again kind of a battle between this one and anywhere grimace smoking weed uh jpeg uh almost 
almost picked that one just so I could just talk about the title <laughs> of it. <laughs> oh, um, God. But had to go with why. Um, just because the instrumentation on this song is so brutal and heavy and like unforgiving the whole way through. Um, and the subject matter on it is fantastic. I, I love the discussion of why do people have to live outside? And I also really like the delivery of this. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first heard it, honestly, I was like, kind of like, why is this like, uh, why? <laughs> I, was, why? I was like, why is, why are they delivering this? Like in such a, like blunt way, like mm-hmm. literally just saying, why do people have to live outside when there are buildings all around us with heat on and no one inside? Why, why, why? And I, it was kind of shocking, but like it really becomes clear, like the more the track progresses, progresses that there's really no other way to say it. There's no mm. art, like super poetic way to talk about the fact that people have to live outside every single day when it's brutally hot and freezing and like push all their belongings in a shopping cart and and, like Mm -hmm. it's so awful um and i think that the way that they deliver it like it, it like it really clicked with me after a couple of listens um and it's terrifying like the song itself is terrifying to listen to because it just really brings to light the uh, pretty horrible reality that um, not only a lot of like Americans live in. I mean, America is really especially bad at it, but it's a worldwide issue too. Um, but yeah, the, mm-hmm. I think that the the you know the instrumentation and everything outside of that is also so well done. It's just everything just comes crashing burning down in such a fantastic way um the vocal delivery for reagan bush yeah (laughs) fantastic um is just brutal and he's so in your face and like you can hear his vocals just shredding through this song um it's uh it's it's such a great song it's such a uh great breakdown of like just how really awful things like are in a lot of ways uh, but it's very cathartic it's very it's just very good it's awesome god very nice well put well put and a great pick um thanks yeah and yeah and because i think i know what your number one is but i'm not going to reveal it uh, I think we are going to have a 30-song playlist, I think. so. This that, is awesome. Yeah, that's very, very exciting. Uh, for maybe the first time in Under the Scope history, we're going to have a full playlist because I think yeah. all of these are available on streaming as well. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll happen. I think that the last year we get 29, I think. <laughs> I think we did. There was one yeah. year we both had Ghost Teen by Nick Cave. Um, yeah <laughs> which was a true upset on my end like what am i doing yeah. putting nick cave on my list uh, yeah that's true i was a little bit like damn it <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is my guy <laughs> but i couldn't deny like yeah it's a fantastic yeah song. yeah <laughs> it's amazing stuff yeah. um all right my number two um 
I went with It Hit Me from uh, Charlotte Adigerie. Oh, nice. Yeah, and, uh, and Bolis Pupul. Um, I think the song is the best example of everything that their album Topical Dancer has to offer, uh, from the creativity of it to the production, the commentary, uh, and the humor as well. So on this song, Charlotte Adigerie's vocals are pitched higher than normal because this is uh, a song from the perspective of when she was only 13 years old, I believe. Uh, it's about an experience she had at field hockey practice uh, when a bunch of men stared at her and, and whistled at her. Uh, you know, one of those like cat calling whistles. Um, and, you know, we we know why they did that, but uh, her 13 year old self didn't understand at first. Uh, she thought, you know, oh, maybe something got caught in my skirt or, you know, or whatever. She kind of has details her mental process. Uh, and then suddenly she understood. She got it. Uh, she says the title of the song, It Hit Me. And when she says that, the production also suddenly hits like a fucking freight train. Uh, it suddenly transitions from this like minimal, tasteful instrumental to this like absolutely massive industrial banging chaos. Uh, it hits really hard. And later on, the whistles become a part of the instrumental as well, which I thought was a very creative touch. Basically, the song has everything I love about this album. Uh, poignant subject matter, the minimal instrumentals, the massive instrumentals, the originality, the creative vision, and uh, even the the aforementioned humor at the end uh, when she recalls this like embarrassing experience she had <laughs> while attempting to like flirt with food. You know, kind of another memory she had from that time in her life, uh, but a, a more, I guess, wholesome one. Um, this song is just the complete package. Uh, so yeah, shout out to uh, Charlotte Adigiri and Bolis Pupul. God, I hope I'm pronouncing their names right. <laughs> It'll be That's on the playlist. Pick, yeah, I, I really do love this song. Um, it's, it's just so good. It's so good. Yet another one I could have picked like eight songs from. But uh, kind of like Goodwill Hunting, it, it's one where um, it kind of has everything I like about the artist all in one package. And that's kind of, I think, why I went with that. Yeah, no, that yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, all, all that's right. That's a good transition. Yes. To my number one pick yes. of the year. Yes. Which is Bop, Bop. Black Country New Road, the place where you insert the plate. There it is. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome pick. Had to be. This one uh, it ends up winning out. I you mentioned how the drama usually ends up winning out for mm -hmm. me. And it doesn't really get much more like fantastically dramatic, I think, than this song. Yeah, um, they just have such a great like. I, I'm so glad that this album clicked for me as much as it did this year. Um, and this song was like a really big part of that too. I think um, the lyricism on this is crazy good. Like shockingly good i would say <laughs> like, it's it's uh, i'm really happy that um uh isaac wood right yep yep i'm really happy that he's you know doing what he needs to do and like getting out of music in order to like i think just feel better and yeah. happier yeah but it's just also because like listening through this song is such a like oh my god this guy is so talented um, 
the yeah the lyric the all the analogies about love and codependency and needing someone and them constantly being there for you at your worst moments even in the most like inopportune times um is it's so like heartbreaking and authentic and real um and the vocal delivery from him is also just so like careful it's 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 just fantastic i i've shed a couple of tears to this song this year um, I think when that final mm. breakdown happens, when everybody comes in singing the yeah, so good. It's just it, it, it's pretty much everything you can ask for um, in in a song, and I, I just yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really like happy again that I got to see them live. Also, um, I didn't yeah. they didn't perform this song. Mm, and that was mm. one thing I was really looking forward to, like ha- having that moment. But I've had many a great moment with that, with that part, and with this song uh, this year. Um, it's just it's made me feel a lot better when I needed to. It's made me think a lot about things. Um, it's it's fantastic. It really just sets things in a very empathetic and. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's just a connective place. Um, yeah, the, the awesome stuff from Black Country New Road. Very, very great pick. I uh, I started having my suspicions that would be your number one after uh, I was like, oh, he hasn't done the Black Country New Road yet. I wonder where it's at. But uh, yeah, that's an incredible pick. Um, yeah, I, I almost picked that one too. You know what I mean? Like that one easily could have been in my top five yeah. as well. It's, it's just, yeah. yeah. Another one where it's like so many things. There are so many like great songs on that album, but this one is just to me like such a like, uh, yeah, it's kind of a no brainer. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a great pick and, uh, I, I'm glad everyone's going to have a chance to listen to it, uh, when they check out our playlist here in a bit. So, um, all right. Very good. Number one, my number one. Yes. Is, uh, the YouTube video "Black Country New Road Songs" be like, and it's yes. uh, it's it's Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka going through the tunnel of hell. <laughs> you get nothing. You get nothing. It's such a good video. Jesus Christ. Um, my number one is a lot less serious than the place where he inserted the blade, um, though it does I'm have. Like, that's how it's been. <laughs> that's right. It's. Uh, uh, this song, um, God, it's just, it's so good. It's so fun. It's so catchy. It's, uh, Cheek Face, We Need a oh, Bigger Dumpster. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. That yeah. is a great pick from that, too. Another track, too. Um, so yeah, We Need a Bigger Dumpster is, uh, it's power pop perfection. It's, uh, you know, you know how much I love a great power pop song. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pre-chorus and the chorus are especially memorable and just a total fucking blast. Um, and I, I think it's a nice touch how the instrumentation cleans up a bit uh, when transitioning from the pre-chorus to the chorus. It really makes it that much more effective when it comes in. I'm not sure how someone can avoid singing along to the chorus, you know, that everything is fine part. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. Uh, the verses are also really fun in their own right. Um, but I love their music for reasons just outside of how it sounds. I 
love their lyrical content, uh, their social commentary, and their humor. Uh, it's all over this song. It's all over Too Much to Ask as a whole album. I think a very common theme uh, on this list, on my albums list, on just how I view music in general is like, are you saying something that I find either important or interesting? And are you doing it in a way that's like really unique, whether that's uh, using like mm-hmm. metaphors or using humor or just saying something that I've either never heard before or have heard before, but in a way I've never heard. Uh, so like that's what Billy Woods did. That's what Charlotte Dijeri did. Um, and I love how Cheek Face approaches their circle commentary on this album with their brand of humor, which is just hysterical, but also has a great point. So We Need a Bigger Dumpster is about trying to fix a literal dumpster fire, uh, not by trying to put out the fire itself, because why would you do that, but instead trying to contain the fire within an even larger dumpster. Um, they say, oh, we need, a, we need a bigger dumpster and a book of matches. It's just so good. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's pretty funny in its own right, but when the chorus starts uh, and they start talking about doctors, you know, it becomes very clear that this song is really an analogy to how uh, we've handled the COVID pandemic or haven't mm-hmm. handled it. Um, but also, you know, plenty of other issues that we collectively have the power to fix, uh, but just try to take the easy way out, you know, whether I guess like climate change comes to mind or like wealth inequality comes to mind, you know, all these different things we could do, but just don't. Um, and we just try to cover it up with like a very easy, you know, tape it and hope everything is fine. Um, but it's not. So I, I love the message behind the song. I love how the message is delivered and I love the aesthetic qualities of the song too. Um, it became an instant favorite for me and, uh, as did much of the cheek face album. And, uh, this is my number one song of the year. So yeah, shout out to a uh, cheek face. What a fantastic pick. Yeah, nice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, very uh, once again pretty stark contrast from uh from your pick but uh you know what we made it through 30 songs and not a single yeah. duplicate if um, that's what if that's what it takes that's what i'll do that's right that's right so yeah uh great picks from you um you know i really like our list i think they bounce i think they're gonna formulate a pretty good playlist and uh once be it, interesting yeah, keep an eye out uh, for that playlist within the next few days on my Twitter, at uh, Will Brost. Uh, I'll have it in the description below. A um, couple weeks, we're going to be recapping our albums of the year. Uh, those lists are already out if you follow us on Instagram or Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we're just, for the first time, we're going to be kind of talking through our list a little bit. We, you know, it could be fun. And, uh, you know, have a couple drinks, celebrate the end of the year. Um, I think it'll be a lot of fun. So we, we look forward to doing great. that. Yeah, look forward to doing that and sharing that fun with you guys. So uh, as always, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace.